You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. Hi, I'm Peterson Toscano, and this is Bubble and Squeak, a podcast with uncanny sounds, funny interludes, and stories, most weird, many true. Okay, here's episode eight. Our show today comes in three parts. Part one, an interview with author Claire V. Watkins. Part two, a prank phone call to the past. I call my former self the 22-year-old Peterson living in New York City. It's a time when I was desperately trying to rid myself of homosexuality. And part three, a sound slice. Over a year ago, I chatted with writer Claire V. Watkins. It was an interview for my Citizens Climate Radio podcast. Claire is an award-winning writer of short stories and novels. Her novel, Gold Fame Citrus, imagines a dystopian future which is not so fictional. It turns out the future is now. Claire joked about how her imagination could not keep up with what was already happening in the world. This is a good example of this thing that kept happening over and over again, where I would think that I was making something up, something crazy and something sci-fi and something kind of fun. Like, I'd be like, oh, what if there was like this? Oh, that'd be fun. And then I – so I came up with this idea, taking this image of Lake Mead, where, you know, the Colorado River – gives all of the Southwest, everyone who lives in the Southwest is drinking water from the Colorado River. And I read a lot of um, science writing about the Colorado River at first and learned um, and reread Cadillac Desert and and these things. But I didn't get into like the image-driven stuff until I came up with this idea about Lake Mead. And I just thought, what if they installed basically a drain at the bottom of Lake Mead and then like drained the whole thing like a bathtub? Quick Google reveals that, in fact, that infrastructure project is complete. And the this book came out, the month that it came out, this project, which is called The Straw, like a drinking straw, The Straw opened and was in effect. And people in Las Vegas drank water that came from this straw, this bathtub drain at the bottom of Lake Mead the same month that Gold Fame Citrus came out. And I kept trying to invent crazy things. I wanted it to be proportioned really big, almost like satirically. What if they slingshot dynamite into the clouds trying to trigger rainfall? And then it would be like, well, University of Oklahoma got a grant to do that in 1870. You know, everything that I could come up with that people doing to water or responding to climate had already happened, had a historical antecedent. And so I realized that I was writing a much more realist book than I wanted to believe. And I don't know if I would have written it if I had realized that, that I would have to really actually take it seriously. There are already climate refugees among us today dying that you had to really like take the stories a lot more seriously. So that process that you're talking about, about realizing that the future is here now, it happened to me again and again with, with every, every, um, Every time I tried to invent something, I would find out that I had not invented that at all. (laughs) Claire and I chatted during a week of unseasonably pleasant weather. It was so nice out, yet I felt unsettled because it wasn't supposed to be so nice. It felt unnatural, yet good at the same time. 
Most of the following candid exchange about her book did not air on the Citizens Climate Radio show, but it stuck with me. Claire's insight and honesty cut me to the bone. One of the questions that comes up for me when I'm writing about about climate, it goes right to suicide for me, because I don't really know how else to understand this current moment where we have the science, we have the knowledge of what's happening, but we continue to do it. That seems like a suicidal, like a as a species, a suicidal impulse and how to make sense of loving, loving being alive at a kind of moment when the lemmings are going off the cliff. You know, we were talking yesterday about the strange feeling of a lovely, lovely day and enjoying the sensation of nice weather and unseasonable warmth, but then remembering this is not right. It's not supposed to be that way. So who knew that apocalypse would feel so good, at least for affluent white Americans like me? Just go to bed Hi, may I speak with Peterson Toscano? Uh, yeah, hi, this is Peterson Toscano. And, and who are you? I'm also Peterson Toscano. Oh my gosh, really? You, you have the same name? No, it's just that I'm actually calling from the future. I'm your future self. Matt, is that you, Matt? Oh, come on. Is this like one of your exercises for drama class or something? Very funny. Har, har, har. <laughs> so what's going on? No, no, it's, it's, it's not Matt. And Matt is not gay. And you two will never, ever be a couple. Oh, my gosh. What, what are you talking about? Of course, Matt's not gay. What, who is this? How did you get my number? I'm your future self calling from the year 2019. What year are you in right now? Uh, it's 1987. It's June 1987. Okay, so you're 22, 87, living in New York City, right? Well, of course, like, like I don't even, who, okay, wait, so you say you're calling from the future, okay? So, like, um, okay, so, like, who is president of the United States in 2019? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's the question you want to ask me, actually. Right. 
Okay, let me tell you some things that are going to happen so that when they happen, you know it's real. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, right. Okay. 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 Mid-September 1987, go to Harlem. You're going to hear Pat Robertson announce he's going to run for president, you know, 700 club guy. But then also in October of 1987, big day, will be the first ever national coming out day, October 11th, uh, when people announce that they're coming out gay, which is something one day you're going to celebrate, actually. National coming out day. Excuse me, I am not gay. The Lord delivered me from homosexuality that is my testimony and i'm standing on the word of god i don't know what this is about i don't know who you are is this some sort of blackmail who is this exactly i know it's weird but i actually am really calling from the future yeah i don't i don't believe you okay here's something else exactly a year from where you are June 23rd, 1988, something big's going to happen, although a lot of people won't hear about it. Dr. James Hansen of NASA will testify before Congress about the dangers of global warming. So wait, global warming, like the ozone? No, it's bigger than that. But pay attention to it, because in the future, you, me, we, whatever, (laughs) we're going to be talking a lot about climate change. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what this is about, and I'm going to get off the phone. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I, I, gosh, I don't even know why I'm calling, but I guess I just want you to know you're going to be okay. What do you mean I'm going to be okay? Why? Is something wrong? Is something, is something going to happen? No, it, it's just that life gets hard, and, you know, there are going to be times that you're going to want to give up, but, but don't give up. Just keep going. It's, it's going to be okay. You don't really have a right to call me? I don't know who this is. What is this? Is this a joke? Or are you, like, harassing me? What is this? This is a dumb idea. I don't even know why I'm calling myself. Um, Okay, I don't know. Just whatever you do, just keep moisturizing. It's never too young to moisturize. And I will thank you when you were in your 50s, (laughs) okay? Uh, uh Uh-huh, yeah, right, okay. And um, you can... um, you can still talk to mom, your mother, my mother, um, call her, you know, she always said, you know, you only have one mother and I know it gets complicated sometimes, but, but call her a lot. She won't always be there. What are you talking about? I know you don't get it, but, um, would it be all right if I just left you with a song? I know you like music. Uh-huh. Okay, here goes. I think I can make it now the rain is gone. All of those bad feelings have disappeared. And here is that rainbow I've been praying for. It's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, the name above every name. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus. I bind you, principalities and powers of darkness, you evil, lying spirits of homosexuality, of doubt and confusion. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I stand upon the name of the Lord. The Lord's name is a strong tower. The righteous run to him, and they are safe. I rebuke you. I curse you, Satan, in Jesus' name.
me set the scene for you. I'm in Guadalajara, Mexico, in the Market House. And the Market House is actually a bunch of buildings connected. And in the center is a courtyard. There are four stairs that go down into the courtyard. The courtyard is packed with lots of people and vendors. One area is filled with cages of birds, beautiful tropical birds, all sorts of colors, so bright. And they're jammed into these little cages. Also happening at the same time, there's a preacher, un predicador, a preacher preaching the gospel of Jesus really loud. And as I'm walking through the plaza, the preacher gets drowned out by music, Spanish heavy metal music. Bubble and Squeak is written and produced by me, Peter Santoscano. I mostly make the show for me and for my friend Christine, who has taught me how to be kinder towards our former selves. The Bubble and Squeak theme song is Worthless by the Jelly Rocks from the Bang and Whimper album. You also heard Fight Like Hell by Howl in the Valley from their new self-titled album, Howl in the Valley. And you also heard Inside Out by Eleventy Seven from their Rad Science album. You can find these songs on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to music. If you want to contact me, feel free to tweet at me at P2Sun, the letter P, the number 2, S-O-N. And thanks for listening. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.